Frataloni's Hardware and Garden Stores brings you Garage Logic Podcast number 984, December 20th, 2022. And I remember this. I remember this. What do you remember? 51 degrees on this day in 1967 and 24 below in 1916. And now, from the mayor's office above the boathouse on the east shore of Spoon Lake, it's Garage Logic with Chris Reavers, Manning Technology Corner, Kenny Olson from the Krabby Coffee Shop, John Hyde in the newsroom, and of course, the rookie. Here is your flashlight king, <clears throat> fireworks commissioner, and the keeper of common sense, your mayor, Joe Sushir. You do not remember a date where it was 51 degrees in 1967. <laughs> that is a straight-up lie. Tell me why you remember it. I have this memory of a guy named Earl Wetzel saying he was going to Southdale because it was so warm. A bunch of guys at St. Thomas were going to go to Southdale. Oh, you Party, Wetzel. I'm going to with you, cowboy. I'm going to buy that one, yeah. Joe. Yeah. Lee Harvey. What did he get? I don't know. Oh, he sure. went to Spencer's gift and got one of those uh, <laughs> neck massagers. <laughs> okay, I'm glad you mentioned Spencer's that. Gift. We were watching a Christmas movie last night. Have you I'm guys seen? So happy that you Hallmark. were. Have you guys seen these? I don't know if it's DoorDash or whatever, but it's uh, hey, bringing household gifts right to your door. Yes. I've not seen that. And there's the the one of the bag that's buzzing. Yeah. Way to support, oh. and I started laughing. What is it? Hey, it's a it's a device that Chris a toy that right. buzz it for the kids. Maybe an no. adult toy. Maybe for, <laughs> for maybe for kids. mom. Chris, they have channels devoted to that well, overnight where you can watch these things and get them on sale. Kenny, Kenny, it this was we were watching you know Elf, a recorded movie on Freeform Oopsie. or whatever, Oopsie. and I started laughing, and of course my eleven year old goes, "What's Dad laughing about?" Knowing that it's probably right. funny. Right. Yeah, it's Buzz Lightyear. He's right. buzzing. It's <laughs> in this brown paper bag. Isn't that funny to you? That's what she calls it anyway. Funny to me. Oh, and I got the elbow jack right to the ribs from her. Joe's lost completely. What in God's name are you talking about? <laughs> yeah. Okay, here, I'll draw him a picture. Never Do they mind. ship those toys with the batteries? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Look at you guys! Like you are experts. Oh well, yeah, they batter them right off. I've been told. I don't, I don't know, know this, Joe. I don't know this for uh, sure, but I've been told if you buy one in a store, they take it out of the package at the counter, put a battery in it, and test it for you before you leave. Ruck, the one I ordered for Kenny. Well, that'll did be come enough testing. Thank you. Can I have it back? Yeah, the one I ordered for Kenny did have batteries. Like a monster okay. or something? Okay. Yeah, like, jumps like out four, of a cake. Four it could D-cells. hurt you. It could hurt you. <laughs> Oh, and they hide under the bed too, so it might be. (laughs) Joe, control of your show. I'm I'm going to. I'm going to uh, read uh, a uh, an admonishment. Okay. Uh From uh, Mary Jeanette. Uh, Subject: Accentuate the positive, eliminate the negative, and watch out for Mister In Between. Hmm. Joe, you have got. You have to get more positive. In your podcast, I would like more info on people who are successfully pushing back against the establishment. You are so defeatist in your presentation. It's depressing. We get enough of that on local news. Lay off Governor Walls. He is yesterday's news. 
Well, no, he isn't, Mary Jeanette. He just got reelected. Governor, yeah. Why should he change the way he operates when he was just elected by a large margin to govern the state? We are in the midst of a cultural and generational shift. The greatest generation is fading away. They are the people that endured the Great Depression and World War II. It left them with heartfelt appreciation to be living in this country with the freedom and opportunities that are provided. They were a tough bunch who wanted the best for their children and grandchildren. They had high expectations for the generations who would follow them. Unfortunately, the following generation, known as the baby boomers, were raised in great prosperity and never had to endure the trials of their parents. They were spoiled and protected from economic strife and threats to their safety and security in this country. They take what this country has to offer for granted. Well, if it's any consolation to you, Mary Jeanette, I do not take it for granted. Uh, They take what this country has to offer for granted and, in fact, have challenged the traditions and beliefs that have kept our country strong and stable for the past 250 years. Add to that social media and its knack for giving voice to extremists and shutting out those with any rational thought, and you have the perfect storm for chaos ensuing in our country. It is sad to see our country slowly spiral out of control, but not surprising considering the background of the people who are in power. What may turn the tide is that many people are waking up to the dangers of social media and opting out of using Facebook, Twitter, and TikTok. Just being aware of the divisive environment created by these sites is a step in the right direction. Add to that the fact that the liberal institutions are having to deal with divisiveness in their own ranks. It's very likely they will destroy themselves from the inside out. Our universities are having to deal with that right now, with administrators getting challenged by the very student creatures they have created. It's coming. The government will run low on money to support the aging baby boomers. The upcoming generations will have little, if any, expendable income and will realize that those dependent on the government are at the mercy of what it has to offer, which is generally subpar. If you can stand on your own two feet like the greatest generation and their forefathers had to do, then you can control your destiny. It will be a long, hard slog that will take the removal of the boomers to carry this through. The younger generations will have to endure some hard times before the ship is righted. Stay strong and provide encouragement instead of hopelessness. That is the most oxymoronic letter I've ever read. Thank you. Thinking the same thing. All, all you've done, lady, is you, you've written this from a state of depression. Yeah. You, you, you offer nothing except negativity, and you're telling me to be positive. There's nothing positive in this note. Nothing. I thank you for it. Isn't she asking you to not focus on the things that she's bringing up? And focus on the good. Focus on the people that are making a difference. That she has are, a, She offers are, no evidence that there are doing people doing any good. That there are people pushing back. Well, it's up to us to find them. That's our job. Hmm. Kendall Calls pushes back. Oh uh, yes. But the electorate turned its the electorate turned its back on him. No, uh, I thank you, Mary Jeanette, but uh, your letter makes no sense. Well, technically, that's wrong. The electorate didn't have the chance to turn its back. Right. Because uh, that's nominated. right. He didn't. He didn't get the thing. Uh, I, I I I agree with her. Well, you're just an obsequious fool. You don't have <laughs> any idea what you're doing. 
How do we feel about that word, Matthew? Uh, I'd repeat it if I knew what it was or how to say it, but... uh, Let's go to a ruling. It's upsetting. That's fairly positive. Okay. The fellow requires a ruling. All right. Ken Walker. What does he want? There is a bit of Christmas kerfuffle here at the house, Hmm. and we've agreed to abide by your wisdom and oh. mayoral ruling Uh-oh. in the matter. That's power, baby. Yeah, I, I don't know about that. Uh. <laughs> I believe that since most of the Christmas presents I order come from online vendors like Amazon, they arrive through the mail already wrapped. I simply write the two from names on the cardboard boxes and stow them under the tree. However, my wife believes that my cardboard approach is too impersonal that all packages should be opened, inspected, and rewrapped yes. in festive paper before being neatly stacked under the tree. Happy holidays to you and the dummies. Ken from Larkspur, Colorado. That's an interesting, because my heart is with Ken, and I know I would experience the same travails as he has. You're not putting that box under right. the tree with yep. a name on it. Yeah. You're going to take it out of there, and I'll wrap it. Yep. And she would know enough to know that I'm not wrapping it, but she would. Huh. It should be. Take I'm it. with the gotta, wife. Yeah, you gotta make I'm sure it's, it wasn't crushed. If it was, um, maybe you are giving a dreidel as a gift. Who are you being right now? Nobody. I'm just saying. Maybe if you were giving a dreidel, this, you would want to make sure the dreidel was uh, working properly. This exact thing happened to me this last Ooh. Sunday. We celebrated Christmas at my mom's because my nephews, the wrenching twins, are up. And every year I buy them uh, each a $100 gift certificate for Fleet Farm. And uh, it comes in a card and it's not labeled. And I got the the third degree suits because I didn't put it in another envelope. I didn't write their names on it. I didn't put the amount on it. All on and on and on. And I said, don't worry. They know it's for them. They know how much it is. And they did. Does it, it was great. Does Fleet Farm provide a festive envelope? No, ah, it's a little gift card envelope. Tiny yeah, but it's to say Fleet Farm on it? Yeah, yeah. What's, what's wrong with that? Tossed it under the tree. That's they immediately no. knew, they knew it was for the, them. You took the path of water and electricity. What? The easiest Wait, what? path. What? Watering the electricity. Uh, Ken, you've water got to and. take the packages out of the box yeah. if for no other reason Thank to you. see that they are not broken. And then you have to have somebody wrap those for you. I'm sorry, sir. Uh, Thank you for seeing I, common sense, I Joe. send that ruling all the way out to Larkspur, Colorado. Such an obsequious Larkspur. amount of I, uh, garb bungle. Did you just I, combine I, analogies over there? Yeah. Okay. I have not purchased a gift yet for the roommates. Uh, well, you got plenty of time. <laughs> she, she won't provide me with any ideas. I have I'm to at come the up point where that's not a problem. No. You're, you guys are okay? You just, guys understand each other? You just go, what did I get you this year? Just don't. You know, <laughs> there's nothing needed. And, uh, what did I get no you? No nice negligee fine. or anything like that. Uh, That's where I asked all the kids, though. What did I get you? <laughs> <laughs> Although, you know what you can get from us? The recipe for those pecans. Yeah. Thanks for bringing those in. Aren't they good? Yeah. They're addicting. You didn't eat many. I did, too. I was in there chomping on about 12 of them. It's too bad John and Kenny aren't here. Maybe I'll save uh, them till Friday. Matthew, yeah. did you? Not did you oh guess? my God, they sit around forever. No. Oh, never. they're protected. There, they're like nuclear waste. <laughs> Matthew, did you receive the Souchere family Christmas card? Yeah. Uh, we did. 
Thoughts? Um, you know what? My wife looked at it, and I intended on looking at it, but I never got to it, so I haven't seen it yet. You didn't miss anything. You guys always do a good card. The mayor yeah. is smiling. He looks happy. Oh, I'm going to look for That's got to be Photoshopped then. Jennifer Photoshopped <laughs> that into it. <laughs> I opened it and looked, showed it to my wife, said, wow, this is a really good photo of Joe and his wife, isn't it? See? I thought it was a, a great photo. Uh, I was very impressed, Joe. Uh-huh. Yeah. I like the one year when you guys did the, uh, she was picking you up off the garage floor when you were doing That's a little charity. That's not true. That's not true. <laughs> I'm having a panic attack. <laughs> yeah, I'm going to the store. Mother, See ya. get out here. <laughs> okay, how do I be positive about this, and how do you find somebody who's pushing back? It's getting... Uh, I didn't think it could, but the failed academy is doubling down. Oh, boy. And this is a fairly major campus, Stanford University. Okay. It's got some good street credits. The Fighting Cardinals. Aren't they the Cardinals? Car- the Cardinal. 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 The Stanford Cardinal. Yeah. It's a big tree. Why do they have to be singular? Yeah, why is that singular? I, I don't know. I said Cardinals on the air once when we were a sports station, and I was uh, because it's I was a, mocked. Isn't it a tree? It's not a bird. Stanford oh. University published an index of harmful language it plans to withhold oh. and eliminate from the school's website and computer oh. code. Oh, do you have the list? Yes, offering right. terms to be used as replacements. Oh, good. The Elimination of Harmful, harmful Language Initiative, which was revealed in May, is a multi-phase, multi-year project to address harmful language in IT at Stanford, according to the guide. What's IT? Inter- your, your tech guys. Yeah. yeah. The guide says its goal is to eliminate many forms of harmful language, including racist, violent, and biased, disability bias, ethnic bias, ethnic slurs, gender bias, implicit bias, and sexual bias language in Stanford websites and codes. It added that it strives to educate people on the impact of words. <laughs> The uh, There are 10 harmful language sections outlined in the index. Ableist, ageism, colonialism, culturally appropriative, gender-based, imprecise language, institutionalized racism, person-first, violent, and additional considerations. Among the words the university urges people to avoid in the imprecise language section is the term American. What? You don't want to use the term American. Wait a minute. People instead are asked to use U.S. citizen because American typically refers to people from the United States only, thereby insinuating that the U.S. is the most important country in the Americas. The Americas, the index notes, comprises 42 countries. And yes, you mentally ill people at Stanford, America is the most important country in the Americas. And if you've become a citizen, you're American. Right. That's you become an American citizen. Other terms deemed harmful in this section include abort, which offers the replacement of cancel or end because of moral concerns about abortion, child prostitute, I wonder why that would come up in IT. A child prostitute. Child prostitute is replaced with a child who has been trafficked. So so the person is not defined by just one characteristic. And Karen 
is replaced with demanding or entitled white woman. Wow. <laughs> Under the ableist section, the index, index urges people to use accessible parking instead of handicap parking. <laughs> Died by suicide instead of committed suicide. Wow. That's ableist? I thought ableist was calling somebody who's been, you know, touched a, uh, you, you, you know, that, that one word. Can I, can I sneak ahead? I have to sneak ahead, however briefly, to this date in history. It's one of my favorites. Uh, let me find it here. Oh, on this day in 1902, I wonder what Stanford would say about this. A fierce fire discovered shortly after 2 a.m. at the School for the Feeble-Minded in Fairbanks. <laughs> <laughs> oh, down at the old Twitch farm. Yeah, 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 school. Where's Ned? We got him in that feeble-minded. He's down there. <laughs> okay, where were we? Uh, ableist slurs. Under the ableist section, the index urges people to use accessible parking instead of handicapped parking. Died by suicide instead of committed suicide, and anonymous review instead of blind review. It also says people should use unenlightened as a replacement for tone deaf, and a person with a substance what? abuse disorder as a replacement for addict. So we're really what they're you in can't the be an addict anymore. Well, what they're in the business of is denying reality. I would also yeah. like, when we're not recording the show, for you to also refer to me and Rook as unenlightened. Yeah. Um, instead of the other word. He's got to be. Is there any mention <laughs> on their list about asshat? Can I still call people asshats? Yes, you can. Not, yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah, up until they catch on. The index does not offer an alternative for the word brave under the culturally appropriate category, but rather cautions against using the word at all. <laughs> This section also asks that people use a person's name instead of Chief or Pocahontas. Hey there, Chief. Do you, do you, do you run into a Pocahontas a lot? I've never no. run into anybody. In the gender-based section, the index says pronouns should be used instead of preferred pronouns because preferred suggests non-binary gender identity as a choice and a preference. The section further advises against words like freshman, fireman, and congresswoman because the gender binary language does not include everyone. Okay. I'm going to try to keep it together here. Hold it. Hold it. The institutionalized racism section says to avoid using words like black hat, black mark, and black sheep because of negative connotations to the color black. Only because you evil people have pointed it out. Most but, happy, normal, well-adjusted people right. don't freak out when they when they uh, hear the term black mark. They don't think of no, black the, people. The, no. It doesn't even no. occur to them. No. What about the no. uh, term I used over and over and over this morning, black ice? Uh, that would Stanford would find that problematic. How would you? What would you replace black ice with? Unenlightened, in, unenlightened in, ice. In, invisible ice. Sounds like a rapper. Yo, yo, I'm black ice. Troublesome ice. Mm -hmm. Troublesome. The institutionalized racism section. Oh, I said that. Yep. But, Joe, these are also the same people that like using the words um, 
what is it, the colored um, uh, color, uh, people of color, and they think that's okay. Mm-hmm. And yesterday we actually saw and read where they actually used colored time, yeah, right? The, the left CT. They, they call it colored time. It also says to avoid using grandfathered and use legacy status instead because of roots in the grandfather clause adopted by southern states to deny voting rights to blacks. Boy, that's a stretch. You're right really, there. really reaching Jeez. there, aren't you? The index yes. also advises against using language with violent words uh, included. Uh, these terms include beating a dead horse, pull the trigger, <laughs> trigger warning, and killing two birds with one stone. Many of the items in the index offered. Thank you. <laughs> That only would have been better if it was followed by a gunshot. Oh, that's <laughs> mean. Well, it's because that's violent. Wow. Many of the terms in the index offered longer alternatives for terms that described a person by one characteristic. These terms include replacing immigrant with a person who has immigrated, prisoner with a person who was or is incarcerated, and homeless person with a person without housing. So the whole, what I learned in prehistoric times was brevity. Don't use any more words than you have to. And now these, they're going against that. You know, put in more words <sighs> if it'll make us all feel better. Right. Do you feel better, Joe? No. No. You sure? Born free. Are we born free? Commencing garage logic That's center. the wrong song. Oh, yeah, remember that? Mm-hmm. Ow. This conversation reminds me of that drop-in that you used to play from time to time, Chris, where it's, I don't know, it's at like some public forum, uh, community meeting or something and something some liberal says something wrong and another liberal comes out and challenges them oh what was that, that called that oh um, man what was that called uh, i remember it it was a, it was a, a group think almost where the, there was yeah. five people sitting on stage yeah and, and somebody referred to a man as a man or something and they or, quite or literally could not get through a conversation because everyone was using the wrong pronouns or whatever yes i do remember that was I'm, it one kid talking no it was a it, no, was, it was a panel this it was, was oh. adults yeah. uh stephen hunter who i'm a big fan of is the author of the bob lee swagger books among others and an emailer uh woke me up i did not know uh, Stephen Hunter had a new book out, but I got it already, and I started reading it last night, and it's fantastic. And Stephen Hunter has explored this theme before, and he doesn't waste any time getting to it in this new novel. And I don't think I'm giving anything away, either for you or myself, when I say that we learn in the very opening pages that Bob Lee took out a dangerous terrorist who happened to be uh, uh, Muslim. And Bob Lee's now 74, and he was a Vietnamese sharpshooter, the best, uh, the, what do you call a, what do you call a sniper? Sniper. sniper. And, and immediately, the country 
divided itself in half. Half the country praised him for this miracle shot that took this guy out while also injuring. He got injured in the same uh, uh, scuffle, uh, shattered his collarbone, his thoracic uh, area, and he's recovering. And half the country praised him, and half the country, including members of Congress, immediately went to that shooting was an example of patriarchy. He took out uh, a Muslim and uh, what makes us think that we're better than them, and on and on and on. And I, 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 I know what the novel's about. He's going to end up saving the asses of those sorry, woke fools. Uh, but that's not going to stop my enjoyment of the book. But he gets to it right away. Uh, in a previous book, maybe two books ago, he had a wonderful twist where he caught the New York Times uh, in their inability to accurately describe what rifle he had used. Okay. And it completely turned everything upside down in the Times was vilified for this. And, and Stephen Hunter, who's worked for years for the Baltimore Sun, must have taken great pleasure in that one that was to, to just hang these New York Times precious souls out to dry. It was just just wonderful, and I thought that was in keeping with what's happening. What's the name of it? It's happening at Sanford. Uh, you know what? I just got it yesterday. I don't oh. even know the name of it. Okay, it's the most recent. A lot on his mind. Well, here I do have it. I think. Oh, sorry. I, I thought maybe you would remember. It. No, I, I do. I, I'm going to get it for you right here. Okay. Uh, let me see if I still have it here. It's uh, driver. No. I already did that one. Okay. Uh, here it is. And the new one is called... Uh, targeted? Targeted. He likes okay. llamas. Thank you. Targeted. Targeted. You still have time to get to EcoFund, two locations, Forest Lake and Burnsville, for some of the greatest and most exciting Christmas gifts the kids will ever imagine. All electric, and yourself, all electric bikes, $200 off, and all scooters, $100 to $500 off during this winter sale. Over 100 youth ATVs and dirt bikes in stock. Those youth ATVs, many of them come with remote control, so you can kind of guide the action. They've got the golf carts in stock at $1,000 off. They've got full-size ATVs with winches and steel Snow blades in stock for fifty eight ninety nine. That is fantastic. Zero percent interest financing for one year on all products in stock. This is EcoFun Motorsports. Great service, great apparel, helmets. Just a just a wonderful outfit. And uh, there's one in Forest Lake that's new this summer, right on ninety seven, immediately west of thirty five E. Nope. 35W. I'm sorry. Th- no. Right off 35W and County Road 42. That's Burnsville. Yeah. Isn't that what you said? I thought I said Forest Lake. Oh. Forest, the Forest Didn't Lake store it. is th- right off 35E on Highway okay. 97. Okay. Just west of 35E on Highway 97. You can't miss it. You can't miss both stores, Burnsville and Forest Lake for EcoFun Motorsports. Go. Uh, did I tell you 0% financing for a year on all products in stock? Go to uh, EcoFunMotorsports.com.
Hey GLers, it's Reavers here, and you've heard me talk about my relationship with Josh Arnold for quite some time now, and the reason I advocate that you give Josh a call is simple. Well, actually, it's two reasons. Trust and results. Josh has seen it all when it comes to economic and market conditions. As he says, past results do not guarantee future returns. While that is true, Josh can make sure that your retirement objectives match your investments, and you can trust Josh to make sure that you are not paying more in fees than you are selling in returns. Yes, that is more common than you would think. So do yourself a favor by booking a 48-minute free, yes, free consultation that has absolutely no obligation. Call Josh today at 952-925-5608. That number, once again, is 952-925-5608. You will be glad you did. Investment services offered by Josh Arnold Investment Consultant, LLC, a security investment advisor. Past performance is no guarantee of future results. All investments involve risk. All comments and opinions are Josh Arnold's and do not constitute investment advice. Chris Reavers is a paid endorser. Spends hours in hardware stores, sifting through the nuts and bolts of life. Joe Souchere. You'll find it at DK Mags on Old Eight in New Brighton. They're our full-service gun shop. Wide selection, everything from pistols to shotguns, rifles, ammo, accessories, and ammo. Hmm, that's what I want to talk about today. If you need a quick gift idea for a loved one, even for yourself, uh, right now DK Mags having a sale on all 9mm ammo, 9mm, or uh, buy five boxes or more, get a dollar off each box through the end of the year. And DK Mags, they'll be more than happy to assist you in tracking down and purchasing the firearm or accessory you really need. You can check out the website, dkmags.com, but keep in mind that website does not list what's in the store. Uh, So you're going to have to stop in or give them a call if you're looking for something specific. And both DK Mags and Monticello Pond and Gun looking for employees right now to join their wonderful staff. Uh, right now, buy five boxes of 9mm ammo, get a dollar off each box that runs through the end of the year. Great selection, fair prices at both DK Mags on Old 8 and New Brighton and Monticello Pond and Gun. DKMags.com. And we're back. Back to Stanford. <laughs> I just love that song. Back to Stanford. Uh, there will be no uh, harmful language cautions on this show. I guess that's a form of pushing back. Uh, but I noticed something. It's tempting to say, uh, I can find no fault with switching handicapped parking to accessible parking. But technically, that's incorrect, because accessible parking means accessible to anyone. Right. Accessible. See, what what's suffering here is the truth. The truth of a thing is getting trampled on. Accessible. The, the handicap parking alerts me to don't park there, because that's not for me. Right. That's for people who need it. Okay. So I don't park there. If you say accessible parking... Uh, in theory, I should be able easy, to park there. Parking. Right. Because you know what these these uh, these hypocrites will do? They'll still uh, anticipate that there will be a sign, uh, like a like a cartoon of a uh, not a cartoon, but an outline of a wheelchair, perhaps. Right. But instead of saying handicapped, it will say accessible. 
Well, they're trying to have their cake and eat it too. You can't do that. Accessible means accessible. What's wrong? Handicap means handicap. What is wrong with the term handicap? Well, nothing. It explains that you're. No, it goes back to what Roycey yesterday. By the way, gentlemen, we found the uh, Roycey list of things he doesn't like, and we revisited on Monday Night Sports Talk. We had to add to it. The IL and not the DL. That's exactly what you're talking about. Mm -hmm. There was a bunch of people that that found it offensive, and so they decided for everybody else that we were all going to be offended on behalf of a group of people. Yeah, there's no more disabled list in baseball. It's injured Injured. list. Mm-hmm. I feel like I feel better, but but truth is what <laughs> suffers here. Truth is what suffers. The a grandfather that's true. If you're a grandfather, it's true that you're a grandfather. Okay, it has no insidious meaning. Uh, they're 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 just shooting holes in the in the idea of truth. American. What is wrong with American? Nothing. But we continue to take further steps. Where you have said for years, we're just never going to be able to talk to one another anymore. That was the correct use of the word further. Thank you. Wow. I've been attending the garage logic. Shot in a goal, Reeves. <laughs> well, whatever. It's not worth worrying about because it won't happen on this show. We will get emails. The Stanford Cardinal got their name. I find this interesting. Uh, the first ever big game, March 19th, 1892, between Stanford and California. The team was, rookie ready, metonymically... Referred to as the Cardinal by sports writers in the San Francisco Chronicle, the university athletics teams continued to be referred to as the Cardinal even though even after the adoption uh, of the Indians' name. So that's how they got their name from sports writers. Well, this is inevitable, I would think, but probably not. How long before these hypocritical D1 programs quit playing football? Oh, they'll never do it. Because these hypocrites want the money. Right, the money is too Mm -hmm. good. But football violates everything these mm-hmm. mentally ill people stand for. Yep. It's violent. It's abusive. Uh, it's, it's, we all know what it is. It's, it's a brutal, brutal contest. And it's a cash cow for these and, schools. And you people at Stanford, you hypocrites, you're going to sit there with your hand out as much as anybody else. Speaking of colleges... And universities. Yeah. I'm just going to throw this out there. I have no opinion. Cross it out but there. you know Joan Gable is the president of the U of M? Mm-hmm. And she just got a new gig, a side gig, to sit on the board of Securian Financial. Okay. Uh, oh. Presumably... <laughs> Presumably, that has nothing to do with the University of Minnesota. It's a side gig for 130 a year. Oh, jeez. Wow. And I guess it's four or five meetings. God. I'm calling Hilger. I want to oh. be uh, the, the CEO. I want to be on that board. At a time when the, I'm reading from a letter to the editor, in fact, the chairman is uh, uh, a guy named Bob Meyerson wrote this letter to the Star Tribune today in Atwater, Minnesota. He is the chairman of the Harvest Bank and Citizens Bank of uh, Kimball and Waverly, and he said, at a time when the Minnesota legislature is working on prohibiting state legislators from also working for lobbyists while serving, why should the Board of Regents allow Gable to work for such a billion-dollar contractor of the U as Securian? Maybe they do have something to do with the U. I don't know. Shame on the Regents and President Gable. But I, I have no opinion. Uh, well, isn't that a conflict of interest? I, I, it it is if if Securian has some role in the running of the 
school. If they're in some competitive financial situation where they're bidding for huh. uh, work from the U of M or loaning money to the U of M or whatever, then it would it would certainly strike me as a conflict of interest. But I also, I guess what struck me is I'm certainly not surprised. Uh, when you have one-party rule and everyone's a lefty, you're going to pretty much get away with whatever you want to get away with. Mm. So there you wow. have it. Yeah. The, double standard, the double standards with the football program reminds me of every single speech that um, opens up and starts on a college campus across the United States where they um, make note and acknowledge that they are standing on, what do they call it? Native uh, land. Native land or stolen ground. And But like you say, uh, they don't do anything to rectify Well, oh, just that. give it back then. Yeah, yeah. Give, Disband give your school and give the land back. Yep, yep. If it is five meetings a year, that's 26000 per I, meeting. You know, I got the buck 30 in my head. I thought I read that someplace. I can't be sure of that. Okay. I don't know what board members get paid for things. Got it. Thank because you. Because oh, much of my lifelong regret, I've never been on a board. <laughs> I don't like boards. No, Royce and I have always wanted to be on a board. Sure. Uh, thank you very much to Brian. Kenny, your wish is his command. The U.S. Socialist Con Convention ridiculed after righteous outburst over gender pronouns. If we want to defeat capitalism, we are going to need a party that will organize working people to fight for the demands that we want and to win socialism. Thank you so much. Right, right uh, quick point of privilege. Quick point of personal privilege. Um, yes. um, guys, uh, first of all, James Jackson, Sacramento, he, him. I just want to say, can we please keep the chatter to a minimum? I'm one of the people who's very, very prone to sensory overload. There's a lot of whispering and chatter going on. It's making it very difficult for me to focus. Please, can we just, I know it's, we're all fresh and ready to go, but can we please just keep the chatter to a minimum? It's affecting my ability to focus. Thank you. Thank you, comrade. Okay, is there a speaker again? Lady, it's never worked anywhere. Hold on, yes. hold on. Please do not use gendered language to to address everyone. <laughs> oh my God! Uh, I will oh. post this as a link because if you see the video, as people are what what event is this? I just said the U.S. Socialist Convention. Oh, and comrade, I, uh, comrade. When it's ta as it's taking place in some type of I believe a university auditorium, when people are triggered, they raise their hand. Oh boy! Yeah. It's, Could uh, you guys keep the chatter down? I can't focus. Wow. I'm going to have a buzzer every time I'm offended on this show. <laughs> <laughs> How you doing over there? That's not our culture. That's unacceptable. It's 100%. unacceptable. <laughs> point. What did he say? Point of, point of, prof what was the word? I need right. to find that. Uh, da, 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 da. I got to find this again. That will organize working mouth? people to fight for the demands that we want and to win socialism. Thank you so much. Right, right uh, quick point of privilege. Quick point um, of personal privilege. Yeah. Point, of, point privilege. of personal privilege. Quick point. What, 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 what was the mushmouth guy saying? Oh, he was uh, very Stop offended using about gender, gender pronouns. Stop using gender pronouns. Like, hey, guys. Please do not use gendered language to, to address everyone. Oh, boy, is he upset. <laughs> He's really upset. And just think, Joe, because this took oh, place three years ago, so these kids are all probably in their mid-20s now. Their vote counts just as much as yours. <laughs> this is why we're in trouble right there. I told you about this guy, 
Bill Hosko, who ran for Ramsey County Board. He has previously run for mayor. He's a downtown businessman. He really pays attention to downtown. He's had some great ideas. He generally is just ignored by the powers that okay, be. Sure. Uh, and he's a big advocate of securing light rail stations to prevent violence. Oh, uh, oh like they have turnstiles or okay. some means of uh, make sure you're paying and, accountability. Yeah, and you know, last week you had the double murder at this at the central station on Fifth and Cedar. Yep. And he immediately got on the on his letter writing campaign and contacted people, and now he's following up. This is dated yesterday at five forty p.m. Uh, and he notes, uh, "Greetings again, St. Paul Mayor Carter, City Council Commissioner Ortega, Senator Pappas, and others." And he notes a uh, letter from the Pioneer Press. Yesterday, there was no press conference by Mayor Carter demanding justice after two young men, African-Americans, were shot at the Central Light Rail Station on Monday evening, meaning last week. Okay. They later died from their wounds. Tuesday morning, as I walked over to the crime-plagued stair tower next to the crime-plagued light rail station and crime-plagued bus stops, I was hoping just a little that out of respect for their lost lives that it would be closed for the day. It wasn't. Bill Hosko, oh, Bill Hosko. Yeah, it was his letter to the editor. I'm sorry. Uh, before I sent this in, I spoke with the downtown office building guard beforehand. He's a friend, 25, who was also African-American. After I read him my letter, he replied, we all know why nothing will be done. These weren't the right type of people dying. He thanked me for what I wrote. All of us know what he said is true. Mayor Carter, you posted on Twitter that the shootings were disgusting. Councilmember Noker... You stated they were tragic. Today, Councilmember Noker, you are hosting a virtual meeting to discuss the deaths and ongoing crime. A virtual meeting? These uh, young men and so many others, male and female children and adults who've been shot, stabbed, beaten and robbed and murdered on board and alongside light rail deserve better. Some can and will surmise you are not holding a public meeting, which could have been live streamed, to ensure that those rightfully disturbed and even angry cannot come together in one place, whereas you can control the optics of a virtual meeting. And please, let's not state it is to keep people safe when thousands are gathering together in XL Center for Hockey or hundreds were gathered together in Park Square Theater this weekend for a Christmas program. With all due respect, I predict the results of your meeting later today will be, one, you'll get well-placed appreciation for all you do in a difficult time, Two, more monitoring the situation will occur and there will be a follow-up meeting. More security will be placed and more funding will be needed. The, star, the stair tower will be closed earlier, thereby keeping law-abiding citizens ever more unable to, ask, to access the Skyway system that was massively safer before all of you took office. Isn't that something? Hmm. Uh, you know this uh, Blakey woman... She she got appointed to one of the uh, public safety positions in St. Paul. Is that in relation to... Um... Art Blakey's daughter. Okay. He was a state fair cop for years. Okay. And she's she's the gal that Melvin picked to head up the uh, public safety division or yep. something. Well, and she's been totally unheard of until mm -hmm. this shooting. And I don't have the Pioneer Press in front of me. Uh, I think you could find it online. And uh, she spoke 
and her words are meaningless. They were exactly what you would expect from someone with a job that has no definition and has no ability to be measured for achievement. And uh, she talked about the murders in the uh, light rail uh, station there on 5th and Cedar and gave gave this gibberish about uh, infrastructure and challenges and things of that nature. And I meant to grab the St. Paul paper, and I, I neglected to. Neglected to. So. I'd, I'd like to pull it up, the story, but I don't have a subscription. I don't think Rookie does either. Yeah. I do not. Yeah, it's no big deal. Maybe Heights can do it. One of the quotes from her, yeah. just as we are struggling to find police officers, we're struggling to find beds for individuals that need that substance use and mental health help, this all related to the shootings. We know that we can't arrest ourselves out of these problems. Oh, yeah. Hmm. Oh, sure. To my knowledge, that's the first time she's been heard from. What's her title exactly, John? Uh, public new director of uh, St. Paul's Office of Neighborhood Safety. Right, and that's <laughs> the uh, that's the first time uh, I believe she's been quoted in the Pioneer Press since she got that gig. And uh, and did someone have to drag her out? And say, hey, you got to say something here. Maybe they were shocked to find wow. her in the office that day. Oh, she's here. As long as she was there, maybe she had something <laughs> right. to say. Yeah. Well, it was nice of her at least to. To offer up a quote. Who in God's name, in their right mind, is going to use that downtown system of light rail? In either city. It's uh, Well, the nice thing is there's really no reason to go there. Downtown. Well, that's a shame. Uh, the Wilder are a reason to go there. Right. Yeah, but you're not taking the light rail to the wild game. Isn't there, there's a Beauty and the Beast playing down there right now, that's right? It's at the Ordway. Yeah. Uh, so that's a great show, by the way. Friends went down there over the weekend for that show, and the Wild were playing. They said it was a, uh, it was a blast. Downtown was full, and there were people everywhere, and it was Good. a joyous mood. And Good. Well, in that corner, you know, Cassettas and uh, Moe's and uh, that new, what is it, the Apostle? I don't The new, uh, across from the XL Energy Center. There's um, a restaurant or bar called the Apostle? Yeah. It's the, it's the guy that did the... Um, the uh, really on Selby Brian, what was the gnome? Yeah, oh, the guy, you? the guy that kept getting uh, broke into all the time yeah. at the gnome started a. Uh, it's a Palm Springs style. 60s. Right, I think you should double. While I do this, why don't you double check the name of that place? Because I don't the, think it's the, the Apostle. The Apostle, as in one of the followers of. <laughs> no, I think you're disciples. on the right track, but I don't think that's the exact yes, name of it. Come heavy, hello. <laughs> check the chalice again. <laughs> My favorite garage logic bit. One of the most well-known law firms in the metro in western Wisconsin, Eckberg Lammers, has served the legal needs of individuals, businesses, and municipalities for over 70 years. You, you already know they can help you with your personal yeah. estate and succession planning, but they also serve you well when it comes to business law, business succession planning, and commercial real estate. Small business owners should plan for transition of their ownership interest. You don't want that to fall into the hands of the courts. You've worked too hard to build your company into what it is today, and you need to develop a plan to maintain operations and qualified management when you decide to sell or retire. And look, look what we're dealing with. Look what we're dealing with politically. You're dealing with people who uh, really don't know what the left hand is doing when the right hand is clapping. 
or something like that, Wait, whatever right. that whatever that is. So you've got to Clapping have the one. best legal team on your side, and by getting a hold of and hiring Eckberg Lammers to assist with your succession planning, you're going to ensure your business has a successful future long after you step away. Transactional needs, business formation, mergers, acquisition, succession planning, labor, employment, franchises, commercial, real estate, and litigation. To talk to Eckberg Lammers about your business, call them at 651-439-2878 or visit Eckberg Lammers at EckbergLammers.com. Thank you, Sush. Before we uh, sneak away here, the Apostle Suckberg Club, that's I'm what it's sorry, called. I didn't think it was the Apostle. But I think it's more like, not like Jesus and the Apostles, it's just like Apostle. Now, what does Apostle have to do with a Palm Springs motif? That's what I'm thinking they, they serve a lot of fish, right? Maybe that's it. Yeah. Unleavened bread. No, we yeah. just serve possum. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And the Apostle Supper Club is also on top of the Radisson in Duluth that spins around. Big crowd comes in. The announcement comes over. Sorry, we only have one loaf of bread and a pickle. <laughs> well, we we're going to make it work. Well, wait, we're going to yeah. make it work. Jesus in the kitchen's going to make it work. For <laughs> we got a guy that can make this uh, explode. <laughs> some more fish. Are you going to get a basket for me, please? Yes. Uh, okay. All right. Speaking of fish, get yeah. that garage door fixed right Let's now. Go. How what about, does that have to do with fish? Absolutely nothing, but that was what we Great call segue. a transition in the business, the Joe. Poor one. 651-300-3252. That's your number to get in touch with Josh and the crew at Call Rise and Shine Garage Doors. CallRiseandShine.com. That's their website, 651-300-3252. Seven days a week, they're going to come out. Now's the time to get it done. You're going to have some off days coming up here. Get that garage door in top shape. Perfect five-star rating on Google and Yelp for my friends at Rise and Shine Garage Door. And that's because customer service is the number one most important thing for them. If you're not in the Twin Cities metro area, not a problem. They're expanding all over. Rochester, St. Cloud, Mankato, Northfield, Isanti, Cambridge. They're even going to take care of you in certain parts of western Wisconsin. Have them come up for that 29-point inspection. I've had it done, and they are fantastic. And if they're out there, ask about the Rooster Club membership. That includes a tune-up on an annual basis, and it's also going to waive the trip charge. Call RiseAndShine.com. Please tell them that you heard about them here on the Garage Logic Podcast. For you. Thank you. That's the attitude I like. Oh, I do so sweet. For you, I'll play your game. He'd like to play uh, a liner, but he's thinking about no, catfish. No, I'm doing it right here. This guy wears many hats, just not indoors. Smoke a Joe Are we ever going to update oh. those liners? Nice. Seriously. we got to do some liners for They're the pretty uh, tight. council, too. We'll have to pretty do it Thursday. Pretty Flip tight. Got it. Uh, there's many good reasons to buy the motorcycle you've been dreaming about, and Moon Motorsports is giving us the best reasons of the season. Do I need to count them down for you? Well, I'm going to, so just sit tight here. Number one, end of the year, that means the manufacturer incentives are at their best as next year's models are rolling into the building. Number two, stock replenishment, also at its best. That means your in-store selection, amazing right now. Number three, zero payments for 90 days, that financing available right now at Moon. And number four, uh, four, Moon is offering either free winter storage or free in-state delivery for all motorcycle purchases. Uh, number five, get off your ass and jam. Let's do it. Stop in at Moon Motorsports in Monticello. Just a short drive from the Twin Cities. You'll 
Discover what the most exciting power sports showroom in the region looks like. You will be awed when you push your way through those double doors. You can also peruse the selections at moonmotorsports.com. Listen to this lineup. KTM, Husqvarna, Polaris, Can-Am, BMW, Triumph, Ducati, Yamaha, Honda, Skidoo, and Gas Gas. That's 11 brands under one roof. We're south of 94, west of 25 in Monticello, and on the web, moonmotorsports.com. You know what's a good eating town? Hmm. La Crosse, Wisconsin. Really? That's where I had the blackened uh, catfish. Okay. So cousins the Matills live. Very good. Here's John Height. He worked at the Embers, though, I think. He was a That's cook at the Embers. Count. The Embers. You like wow. Embers, Joe? Yikes. I used to. They were they were around about 40 years ago. The Emberger Royale. Yep. Here's John Height. Uh, there was a good Embers up in Northtown here until about 20 years ago. There anyway. was one in Highland Park. And it was uh, the go-to place on a Friday night. Yeah. Email yeah. Joe with your favorite Embers story. I don't want any Embers story. Favorite I want Super to hear Bowl. Heights news. favorite Super Bowl commercials. Uh, in the news, in fact, before I get to the news, this is strictly for Mr. Olson. Kenny, I, I'm curious. Uh, if you if Stanford says you can't say killed two birds with, birds with one stone, can Ricky say you got two birds stoned at once? I'm just curious. <laughs> Wait a minute, John. you got to prepare me for that. That was a good one. Oh, I'm, I'm sorry. That's a trailer boys park reference so. yeah, yeah. in the news well i would have missed that then that's a good show joe you'd like that never one. seen it it's uh, yeah. i ain't yeah. seen it you would I hate it. it yeah <laughs> the former chair of the university of st thomas college republicans pleaded guilty yesterday to two federal sex trafficking charges Gisela Castro-Medina pleaded guilty to one count each of conspiracy to commit sex trafficking of minors and aiding and abetting sex trafficking by obstruction. Five counts of sex trafficking of minors were scheduled to be dismissed at sentencing as part of her plea deal. She had been charged in connection with a child sex trafficking scheme involving Anton Tony Lazaro, a Republican donor and strategist. Medina allegedly conspired with Lazaro and others between May and December 2020 to, to solicit six underage victims, one as young as 15. 15 years old to engage in commercial sex acts, according to the Minnesota U.S. Attorney's Office. She told investigators she'd use Snapchat and Instagram to find photos of girls for Lazaro. She said she would then reach out on his behalf, explaining he wanted to be, in her words, a sugar daddy. During her plea hearing, she also revealed that after federal agents raided her dorm room, she and Lazaro offered money to one of the victims who they suspected came forward originally to authorities. You know, the first thought I had when uh, I read this story is, thank God I don't have a daughter. What a creepy situation that yeah. entire thing is. My God. Makes you proud of that Republican Party. Hey, hey, hey huh? Mike Opat apparently tried to use the, do you know no, who I am card? Mike. He did. To stay out of jail when he was arrested for driving drunk. All of this caught on a police recording of a conversation between the former Hennepin County Commissioner and the officer who pulled him over. Uh, Channel 9 acquired the police video and audio from the night of Opat's arrest, and it revealed he referred to his 28 years on the county commission until 2020 and asked the officer to be lenient, not book him into jail. Uh, the officer refused that request, and Opat was jailed that night. <laughs> Opat admitted on December 10th to drunken driving, was sentenced to two years of probation, along with a suspended jail sentence as part of a plea agreement with prosecutors. The 61-year-old Democrat was jailed on October 5th until posting bail the next day, charged with driving under the influence in connection with failing to make a complete stop. At a stop sign in Dayton, 
preliminary breath test measured his blood alcohol at 0.093%. That's above the legal limit of 0.08. OPAT had no comment on the Channel 9 report or the tape saying the case is over and he sees no need to reply. Did you? I read that he said, does that name mean anything to you? And the guy yeah. said, no. Not really. <laughs> okay. That's yeah. why I always wonder when people try to use that. Do you think that that's going to help? That's just going to make you yeah. more hateable. Well, it makes I you always, sound like an idiot. Well, I cool. always tell everybody, hey, I'm the Rook uh, from that uh, show. <laughs> hey, uh, Funny because I always me. say I'm Kenny Olsen, the traffic guy. <laughs> uh, Fergus Fallman is now charged with murder after reporting his girlfriend had shot herself last week. 44-year-old Matthew Ecker was formally charged yesterday with second-degree intentional murder in connection with the death of 32-year-old Alexandra Pennig of St. Paul. Police in St. Paul were called to an apartment near 5th and Wall Street shortly before 3 a.m. Friday, said a woman had shot herself in the head. There, police found Pennig in the bathroom, not breathing, with a gun on her chest and her left hand on top of the gun. She was pronounced dead at the scene. Court documents say the officers noted the blood in the bathroom had already dried and the bathroom door would, had been split near the lock. Ecker said he had called 911 shortly after she shot herself. Ecker told officers he came to visit Penning, whom he said he had an open relationship with for two years because she called and said her other boyfriend had abused her and she was scared. Police noted that Ecker changed his story several times. A re uh, review of his phone showed Ecker had been prescribing Penning drugs, including Adderall, and uh, diazepam, the complaint notes Ecker was helping her pay her rent despite him having a wife and four kids. Huh. Wow. No one, are, no one arrested after a fatal overnight shooting in St. Paul's Payne Phelan neighborhood. The shooting, St. Paul's 39th homicide of the year, and that means it breaks the capital city's record of 38 homicides. Oh, which right. was set That was set just Where? last year. Do we get you a cake for that? We yeah. are the champions. <laughs> <laughs> Following a 911 call about a shooting around 9.45 p.m. Monday, responders went to a home on the 600 block of Cook Avenue East, found the woman dead at the scene with an apparent gunshot wound to the head. The woman has not yet been identified. At this time, no one's been arrested, and investigators are looking for any information surrounding the case. Police are currently looking for video and possible witnesses involved in the shooting. The House January 6th committee urging the Justice Department yesterday to bring criminal charges against Donald Trump for the 2021 Capitol insurrection, calling for accountability for the former president and a time of reflection and reckoning. At a final meeting Monday, the committee admit, uh, alleged violations of four criminal statutes by Trump. A 6.4 magnitude earthquake rocked parts of Northern California early this morning, knocking out power for thousands causing widespread damage and leaving at least two people injured. The quake hit at a depth of 10 miles just after 5.30 this morning near Eureka in Humboldt County. It struck, uh, struck around 7.4 miles west-southwest of Ferndale. More than a dozen smaller earthquakes appeared to hit parts of the region afterward. Two people were injured, according to the Humboldt County Sheriff's Office. One person broke their hip and another sustained a head injury. More than about 70,000 utility customers without power as of 9 o'clock this morning in Humboldt County. I hope those uh, precious fools from Stanford are okay. Yeah. yeah. <clears throat> well, they're nowhere near that. They're, uh, they're more in the San Francisco area. Isn't it Northern California? No. This quake was Northern California. Right. Isn't that where Stanford is? Stanford is, uh, is in Berkeley, isn't it? No, that's you. No. Stanford is in Palo Alto. Stanford. Now we're going to get to the bottom of this. 
this. Sorry for my throwaway comment. Uh, derail. Yeah, you, you know, you, well, you I, come I, up I with stuff was... that derails no, uh, no, things. No, 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 no. It's, it's Palo Alto it here. Is... Here we go. Stanford, California. Yes. Sa- north of San Jose. Yes. Jesus. That's, yeah, that's a... Northern California. No, it isn't. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Lots of, uh, moving right along. The big <laughs> state. Can you picture it in your mind? I can. It's right by the water. Yeah. <laughs> right. <laughs> Lots of music slash entertainment deaths since we last talked. Oh, boy. Yeah. Uh, Dino Donnelly, yep. drummer for the Rascals. Wonderful died at the age drummer. Of 78. Yep. Very good drummer, considered one of the best of the early rock and roll days. He had been in declining health for several years. Uh, not only a fine drummer, but the girls loved him too. In fact, if you look at old pictures, he looks a lot like young Paul McCartney mm-hmm. in those Rascals pictures uh 78 i can't remember if i said that dino was 78 uh kim simmons an enormously influential blues rock guitarist died at the age of 75 he was a member of savoy brown a british band that was very popular especially with guitar players during the late 60s into the mid 70s band also recorded several well-received records in the past 10 years he died from colon cancer uh rick anderson the bassist for the tubes for 50 years not died at the, the tubes age of the tubes, yeah. Oh, no cause given. Yeah. Bad had a huge hit with She's a Beauty in the 80s and several very popular FM radio staples like The Wonderful, Talk to You Later, my favorite, oh, yeah. and the uh, and the aptly named White Punks on Dope. I do remember uh, Talk to You Later. No, it's a great song. Wonderful do you know song. what the um, Stanford motto is? I don't. What? The wind of freedom blows. Yeah, it blows all right. <laughs> Uh, Are you done with these deaths? I'm not, actually. I got more. Because I have a comment about the Rascals when you're done. $36 billion endowment. Mm -hmm. Uh, Terry Hall, the British musician and lead singer for the Specials, the late 70s ska punk band, has died at the age of 63. Uh, They had a huge hit in the UK with a message to Rudy. Uh, They developed a small but very devoted following here in the U.S. and helped ska to spread in the U.S. And Shirley Ann Watts former art student and prominent breeder of Arabian horses who met drummer Charlie Watts well before he joined the Stones, has died. She was 84. While Ronnie Wood, Mick Jagger, and Keith Richards all have had multiple wives and girlfriends, Charlie and Shirley Watts remained together for more than 50 years until Charlie died in 2021. Their only known crisis happened in the mid-80s when Charlie struggled with heroin addiction, a time he would later say almost cost him. His marriage. Mm-hmm. That's what. I, that's what I got. If the rascals had kept it together and were managed properly, they could be filling arenas today. Because name me a group that had more number one hits in the sixties than they did. Beatles. Well, the Beatles. Yeah, but Rolling that's Stones. about it. Well, they would have Stones. been up. They would have been able to fill arenas if they had. Uh, if they had kept their act together. What would have helped do Carpenters. That? Besides, I know, they management. just they just drifted apart. They just fell apart. Mm. Elvis. They, uh, so like ticks, they, they had bad manager. What was Royce's line? Bad marketing. Yeah. Well, they're a- actually though their last. I, I'm not arguing here, Joe. I'm just telling you, their last three or four albums uh, did miserably bad. Yeah, but you 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 wouldn't have been selling that. You would have been selling the baby boomers on every song they ever heard in high school. Well, in 2010, they got back together. Right, and they did a Broadway they, thing. They did, and then. It blew up because Felix Cavallari wanted to be the star and wanted to make more money. Yeah, I said if they had kept their act together and figured this out, they didn't see the wealth that could have been theirs by playing to a baby baby boomer arena crowd, an oldies oldies show. Well, he yeah, they'd be playing oldies shows. Yeah, 
Yeah. But the point is the 2010 thing, Felix kind of screwed that up. Right. Royally. Right. And it's well hated by some members of the band, former members. Including I know. Dino. I prefaced everything I said by saying if they had kept their act together. Huh? Well, I, they were maybe, poorly, uh, uh, poorly handled. Maybe you shouldn't talk about music, Serge. Yeah, I just, you know, throwing that out. <laughs> According my, to Stanford's own website, <laughs> stanford.edu, located 35 miles south of San Francisco, 20 miles north of San Jose, Stanford University is in the heart of Northern California's dynamic Silicon Valley, home to Yahoo, Google, Hewlett Packard, and many other cutting edge companies that were started that. by and continue to be led by Stanford alumni and faculty. I guess we're going to drag it out. Um, I have a (laughs) musical item here. Peter Chris. He's a uh, Kiss guy. 77 today. Mm -hmm. Really? Hey, we're doing birthdays now? Good afternoon. Happy birthday. Mine's Friday. (laughs) Do you want me to accompany that with a slide whistle? Yeah. (laughs) About 10,000 tips have been submitted so far in the Unsolved Murders. (laughs) What did you say? Tips. Tips. Oh. 10,000 tips have been submitted so far in the unsolved murders of four University of Idaho students, according to police, but investigators still don't have a suspect. Roommates Kaylee Gonkelves, Madison Mogan, Zaina Kronadl, as well as Kronadl's boyfriend, Ethan Chapin, were all stabbed to death in the girls' off-campus house in Moscow, Idaho, in the early hours of November 13th. Investigators say they're still combing through hours and hours of digital content, including surveillance videos submitted by residents and business owners. There's a massive amount of digital content, police said, to review with a robust team dedicated to handling digital submissions. Other members of the investigation team, they said, are dedicated specifically to email tips. Among the videos under review is a surveillance video from a gas station in the area that shows a white 2011-2013 Hyundai Elantra near the victim's house when the crimes occurred. Authorities say they're confident that the person or persons in that car have information that is critical to the case, according to Moscow Police Captain Roger Lanier. The surviving roommates, who police said are not suspects, were at the house and likely slept through murders, according to police. They were on the ground floor. The four victims were on the second and third floors. Lanier said last week that police do have a lot of information in the case that they're choosing not to release to the public. He said, quote, we're not releasing specific details because we don't want to compromise the investigation. Twitter owner and CEO Elon Musk now searching for a new chief executive for the company. The billionaire posted an informal poll Sunday asking Twitter users if he should step down as head of the company. And a majority of the 17 million respondents voted for Musk to leave the post. Musk's Twitter takeover has been uh, Well, Rocky, a bleep show, if you will, as his leadership has resulted in massive staff cuts, a spike in racist hate speech, advertisers fleeing or cutting their spending on the platform, the reinstatement of previously banned accounts, and continual flip-flopping by Musk on issues involving the company. While all this is happening, his other companies not doing well. Tesla stock continues to go into the tank. As all this happens, they've gone below 150 per share, which it was never supposed to do. Musk has sold billions of dollars worth of Tesla shares this year to finance the Twitter takeover. A main Tesla investigator last week called for Musk to step down from that company. And earlier this month, NASA Administrator Bill Nelson asked another Musk company, SpaceX's president and CEO Gwen Shotwell, whether Musk's distraction at Twitter might affect SpaceX's work with the space agency. Nelson said she reassured, uh, reassured them that it would not. Kenny, on the surface of Mars, there's video proof of pyramid-like 
structures. Oh, I saw that. Yeah. Yeah, you guys yeah. watching UFO shows again, aren't you? Yeah, I love them. But the one question I want to ask the the people behind that show is: Well, if these uh, uh, visitors were here thousands of years ago, why aren't they? Why don't they come back and do stuff? They're already here among For us. For that answer, let's go east of the Rockies with Joe. <laughs> Art, hi, this is Art Bell. East of the Rockies. Now, uh, this was not planned, but my next story involved some weird lights in Wisconsin. Did you see How this can you not? I saw this. How can you not be sure that they're not walking among us right now? You can't be. I mean, right. look at the weird people you encounter. Well, they could be normal <laughs> Just people. here. Yeah. I- I'm worried that the aliens are the normal ones, like our be. boss Dan. He's so normal. He's got He's got to be an alien. We may have even like... voted one into office. Yeah. Did you see where Trump has somebody follow him around on a golf cart mm-hmm. uh, to give him positive news stories if they find one? Yeah. Right in the oh. middle of his backswing, they say, hey, wait, wait. Hold on. Somebody just said something nice about you, you know. Boy, I could use somebody like that. Yeah. Yeah, yeah no kidding. Yeah, but you don't did golf. You, did you hey, see the story yesterday hey where he wasn't sure why there were no reporters following him anymore after mm-hmm. he was off the presidency? Hmm. I, it's, that's a weird story. Mm-hmm. Anyway, in Wisconsin. Several onlookers reportedly witnessed bright, unexplained lights dart across skies in rural Wisconsin, leaving some good stuff, John. I saw the video. You seen it? I seen it. The footage was obtained by the Daily Mail. The footage Joe was talking about. It shows a white glow travel quickly across the night sky over farmland near West Bend and Fredonia in Wisconsin. Videos taken earlier this month captured the odd spectacle from different locations. Kimberly. One of the people who took the footage told the Daily Mail she was driving home with her husband, 1045 in the evening, December 1st. Mm-hmm. All of a sudden, we saw what looked to be a white owl swoop from the upper right-hand top Ooh. of the trees, down in front of the headlights and up to the left. Then they decided it wasn't an owl after the illuminating object swooped in front of them another three times. They say they're unsure what they saw. This was all uh, pretty much between Milwaukee and Green Bay on the eastern side of the state. Hmm. Yeah. Off the yep. lake? Yep. Okay. That's what it always happens. It's always and off there, the lake. It was more than one person, too. It was, uh, we talked about Kim. There's also a Ken. None of these people wanted to give the Daily Mail their last names. Uh, but uh, What about the sheriff? Did they talk to the local sheriff? Oh, yeah. Wouldn't the extraterrestrials be just amused by us? That we're, they're obviously light years ahead of us in technology. And they must be amused at the at, at us that we just no. can't figure yeah. out what I'm they. I'm sure there's out. some alien mocking. Yeah, that's mm-hmm. the that's the subject of many far side cartoons. Yeah. aliens mocking us. Right, you know? right. Do you remember the Minnesota story? Of course. Val Johnson. Of course. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yep. yeah. yeah. A Slovenian priest who is said to be close to the Pope has been accused of inviting two nuns to take part in what he called Uh-oh. a Holy Trinity. There we go, baby. Make yourself useful. <laughs> 68-year-old. Wait, Marco, what? How old? Uh, 68 now, but this I'm, is... Uh, you're, I'm you're, just here to run it. the camera. Oh, 68-year-old <laughs> Marco Rupnik was accused by a former nun of using his psycho-spiritual control over her some three decades ago to have Jesus sex. Jesus really wants you to do this. Oh, my God. Including, well, that's, yeah, exactly, Chris. That's exactly <laughs> what was will. Yeah. At the time of the allegations, Rupnik, who's known in the church for his artwork, was a spiritual director of a convent in Slovenia. Ah. 
former nun, just one of several that have come forward accusing him of this, is now 58 and described how her complaints against the priest were ignored. Rupnik is now at the center of a scandal that's engulfed the Jesuits, a Catholic order of priests and brothers of which Pope Francis is a member. The nun claimed Rupnik had groomed her, had sex with her, and bullied her into silence during her time in the Slovenian convent between 87 and 94. She said Rupnik had asked her and another nun to have sex with him, saying they would replicate the relationship between God, Jesus, and the Holy Spirit, huh. a.k.a. Come on, it happened all the time. Yeah, I gotta tell you something. I'm a try Slovenian this out. convent. That a Slovenian work. convent. Uh, I see dim. Mm-hmm. I see uh, exposed um, gr- like brick. Yes. Um, I see fieldstone. Yes, and I see the uh, the table. It's a large table in the kitchen, yeah. but it's it's an old wood wood, wood table. Woods table. It's about two inches. What's thick. on it? Some containers yeah. of what? Oranges. Flour. Oh, flour. Oh, damn it! I thought you were gonna go oranges. <laughs> gonna get weird with the flour, are we? And then they got uh, <laughs> each one. It, it's a typical chair with uh, the top. And the bottom, it's yeah. a very simple chair. Yep. And it's they're all it's neat put together, and um, and they're it up still on the table. Like boiled Can't, ham in the what kitchen. What kind of sink? It's the uh, it's the farmer sink. But the laundry type sink. Yes. Yeah. Yes. Exactly. Yeah. And yeah. they'll. Uh, uh, I'm trying to think what the fridge looks like. It's a. No, there's no fridge. There's an ice box. There's an ice, ice box. box. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Got it. Yeah. Got and it. they're canning <laughs> apricots to beat the band. Yep. But it still smells like boiled ham. Yep. N- not can't be removed. Those two sentences together. Not yeah. right. Sorry. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Her allegations for. Is that me or is that the ham? What oh, is that? God. Oh. <laughs> All right. I thought it was obvious, Kenny. I didn't need to go any further. Her allegations forced Pope Francis's Jesuit order on Sunday to ask any more victims to come forward if they have any complaints against Rupnik. Is that it, John? That's about all. I that that's fantastic. Do you see any Gator magnetics in that uh, kitchen? <laughs> you know what? As much as Gator magnetics are spreading, because they're spreading all over yes. the country and available at over a thousand Home Depot stores. I wonder if Gator Magnetics have been making it to Slovenia. Hmm. It could. It'll uh, work. Because it all you got to do is go to the website. It would work there. Go to GatorMagnetics.com, click on the Home Depot logo, enter your zip code, and you'll be steered to the nearest Home Depot It location. can hold up the camera. You can hold up everything. There are 25 pounds these magnets hold. You can't remove them yourself. You have to lift up the, That's the right. lever, That's right. the magic lever. These are storage devices, the smartest storage device that garage logicians have ever come up with. In the garage, you can get everything off the floor. You can hang up your tools, shovels, rigs, oh. kids' athletic equipment. They'll sell, they'll sell a, a steel plate that you can take as part of the package, and then you put the plate up in the garage and then attach the magnets to the plate. If you don't like it, you move everything around. Move it around. It's a great, great storage solution uh, for the home and the garage and uh, Home Depot now over a thousand Home Depot stores throughout the United States has Gator Magnetics go to GatorMagnetics.com you'll learn a lot there but in addition when you go to GatorMagnetics.com click on the Home Depot logo enter your zip code and bing bang boom you're in the car and you're zipping over to your nearest Home Depot that has Gator Magnetics and you bring them home, and your storage life will begin to transform immediately. Just immediately. Perfect. Okay. Yeah, go ahead. Okay. GatorMagnetics.com. Yeah, that's, the, that's the square body one. Super, right. 
Super sexy car. I had a roommate that had one. Truth, justice, and the suzerain. Got an email from Amanda. She said, Reavers, you're my favorite part of the GL podcast. Oh, she she did too. And she also said, thank you for the recommendation. My husband and I are getting our new drinking water system installed after the new year. Thanks to your recommendation for Hofferman Water and keep up the good work. Well, thank you, Amanda. Uh, She went with Hofferman Water and is getting that new drinking system courtesy of Connecticut. And maybe you're in the market and you should be because you know what? Your water is crap. So get some good water installed. Right now from Connecticut and Hofferman Water. Water softeners, iron rust, and odor filtration systems. And, of course, drinking water systems. It will be a massive improvement inside your home, and I know that you're going to love it. And Hofferman is the absolute best. They'll come out to you, they'll work with you and your schedule, and they'll be the best thing that you ever did to your water inside of your home. 952-894-4040. That's their phone number, 952-894-4040. Or just go to their website, visit them online at HoffermanWater.com, and you can see everything that they have to offer at their website. I've been a proud customer of them for a number of years, and I know that you will be too. Hofferman Water has been proudly serving the state of Minnesota for over 50 years. Please do what Amanda did and tell them you heard about them here on the Garage Logic Podcast. I'll take my pushback against electric vehicles wherever I can find it. Okay. And I tip my hat to the president of Toyota, Akio Toyota. And he spells his name with a D, not a T. He was speaking to reporters in Thailand, and he said people involved in the auto industry are largely a silent majority, Toyota said. That silent majority is wondering whether EVs are really okay to have as a single option. But they think it's the trend, so they can't speak loudly. Mm. Toyota reportedly has been trying to express that point to governments and industry stakeholders because the right answer is still unclear. We should not limit ourselves to just one option, he said. Toyota's rivals, including GM and Honda, have set dates for when their lineups will be all electric. However, Toyota has invested in a collection of models that includes hydrogen and gas electric hybrids. General Motors is set to rapidly ramp up its electric car production in North America from about 50,000 this year to 1 million in 2025, but is not parking its internal combustion engine cars and trucks just yet. The ice age is not over, ice meaning internal combustion engine. GM President Mark Roos told Fox Business News in an interview in November ahead of the company's Investor Day presentation in New York City. We're not going to abandon our internal combustion engine segments, Royce said. As of October, electric vehicles comprised of just comprise uh, of just 6.5% of the new car market, according to the Wall Street Journal. And I can't get this page turned, but now I can. <laughs> God. Uh, According to the Wall Street Journal, while consumers have also expressed concerns about price and availability of charging stations, the coastal areas, the east and west coast, that's electrifying much quicker than the interior of the country. Jim Rowan, the CEO of Volvo, also told the journal, suggesting that the adoption of electric vehicles in the U.S. could vary depending on geographic location. I wouldn't want one this week with the weather forecast we have. Oh, can you imagine? You don't want to get stuck, whether you're driving electric or gas. If this forecast is half correct, uh, you could be in trouble. Only because they come to us all the way from 
Marloth Park in Mpumalanga, South Africa, from the traveling Lyman's at WorldWideWaftage.com on this day in 1847. December 20th. St. Croix County, Wisconsin Territory was given a parcel of land in Stillwater for a county courthouse. Finished in 1849, the building was the first courthouse in what is now Minnesota. Uh, On this day in 1863, the American house burned in St. Paul, a landmark in early photographs and paintings. The hotel stood at 3rd and Exchange Streets. On this day in 1902, December 20th, Clearwater County was established, named for Clearwater Lake and Rivers, one of the sea counties. Clearwater, Cottonwood. Uh, Carlton, Cast, Chippewa, Chisago, Clay, Clearwater, Cook, Cottonwood, and Crow Wing. Nice. Mm-hmm. Well, no, Cliff, too. There's no Cliff. Cliff uh, Road. On this day in 1902, a fierce fire discovered shortly after 2 a.m. at the school for the feeble-minded. Oh. In Fairville, oh badly damaged the main <laughs> building and caused a safe evacuation of more than 300 feeble-minded people who had been sleeping in the structure. I added that last part. No, I did not go to school there. Unable to get their ladder wagon to the school, local firemen dragged a hose through the building and up four flights of stairs to the attic to bring the flames under control. And finally, on this day in 2017, the last Boeing 747 jumbo jet in the Delta Airlines fleet made its final landing at the Minneapolis-St. Paul International Airport. Hmm. The long-distance... Long distance luxury jet introduced in 1968 put Northwest Airlines, which merged with Delta, on the international flight map. Yes, I missed them. They were a, a wonderful sight to behold. Oh, yes. When they took mm. off for that daily flight to, uh, or at least a weekend flight to Japan, it felt like you could reach up a, a driver and touch it. It was just hanging there. In the, uh, Lord in of the, the sky. Yes. Thank you, GLers. Fun to fly Hey, Steve too. Anderson and John Height are going to jam on Friday. It should be fun. If yeah. we can figure it out technically. We'll get it. <laughs> we'll get it. I see. All right. Thank you. Thank you, GLers. Do us a favor. You know what? Give the gift of Garage Logic. Yes. You could sign up a loved one or maybe someone you don't even like for the Garage Logic Town Council. And find out more at garagelogic.com. Don't forget to subscribe to the Garage Logic YouTube channel, where there we are posting daily content for your amusement. And follow us along on all of our social media channels, which include Facebook, Twitter, Insta. It's all there for you. We'll catch you tomorrow. Time once again to check in with our guy, Mr. Money Talk. Josh Arnold is with us once again here in Garage Logic, and now's the time for you to do the same. So pick up the phone and make the call for that free 48-minute financial consultation by dialing 952-925-5608. That number once again is 952-925-5608. You call that number and you get Josh, and you're always going to get straight talk. You're never going to get sugar-coated advice. And Josh is on the line with us once again here in Garage Logic. Josh, today, news on trying to normalize interest rates in Japan. How do you like that, Chris? We're not talking about the Federal Reserve today, although we could go into a whole litany of some of the issues that the Federal Reserve has put the market and the economy in, because if, in fact, we the United States does go into a recession in 2023, this would be a Federal Reserve-induced recession, not a business cycle event. And do bear 
in mind, and this is something that I do believe that the Federal Reserve and all the economists that they have was not paying attention to. And one of the reasons that we did have such a big boost in, we'll say, the inflation numbers was we were coming out of a government-induced recession in 2020 and 2021 with the mandated shutdowns of different parts of the economy due to uh, COVID. So we're coming out of a government mandated recession for a year and a half, almost two years. And now a lot of money thrown into the system through we'll call it government intervention and maybe a little bit too much, including by the, the Fed and Treasury, you know, pushed up prices, you know, for a whole lot of reasons, including tremendous demand, limited supply. But I believe back in 2021 that most of that would be temporary and would be resolved over the next year, year and a half without Fed intervention. Well, Fed intervenes in this event or series, series of events and have slowed radically the, the economy, though there is still plenty of money, but the liquidity is still being drained. You know, the Fed is still looking and saying, oh, my goodness, we have too many people working, which I kind of question, given there's only a 62 percent job participation rate and they're being paid too much. Quite frankly, I think it's great that people are being paid paid a lot, a lot of money. And yes, we still need, there's still jobs to fill. And the Fed wanting to create a recession or, or slow down to raise unemployment and reduce wages, I think is, excuse me, uh, is, is backwards thinking. That said, the Bank of Japan changed their rate policy to, to allow their bonds to float up to 50 basis points. The Bank of Japan is also buying bonds, which to me is just what the Fed was doing. It was quantitative easing. I'm not sure how that's going to work work out, but the you know Japan wants to uh, normalize their interest rates, a bit, which have been zero or negative for quite some time. This move by the Bank of Japan upset markets around the world that did send initially U.S. futures down, though, that has since recovered somewhat. Still have numerous strategists who are talking about the S&P 500 currently sitting at 3821, dropping 800 S&P points to 3000 sometime next year before a bottom is reached and things turn around. Now, they're looking at an earnings recession next year, and they're taking the total earnings of all the S&P components and then multiplying them by, we'll say, an average or below average price to earnings multiple 15 to come up with this 3,000 number. I think that companies, quite frankly, in 2023 are going to continue to surprise on the upside based on already reduced numbers. Well, we could have an economic slowdown or a recession, I am of the belief that with so so much of the consensus looking for you know continued negativity, I do think there are going to be surprises next year. Favorite Apple did get another price target cut by JP Morgan today as they see fewer iPhone 14 Pros and Pro Max being sold this quarter, uh, but that could, they believe, be pushed out into next quarter, which in the past has been true. I am still a big believer in Apple, big shareholder in Apple. Apple is one of two large technology companies that has not come down to its pre-pandemic price, the other one being, being Microsoft. Apple and Microsoft are the two 
largest components, we'll say, in the S&P 500 and NASDAQ, and they are two definite holds or even ads, and they should help you uh, get through some turbulent time. Very good advice, Mr. Money Talk. You heard him, GLers. Now's the time for you to pick up the phone and make the call for that free 48-minute financial consultation by dialing 952-925-5608, where you're always going to get straight talk and you're never going to get sugar-coated advice. Josh, once again, thank you so much for the time and the chat. Have a great rest of your day, and we'll talk to you again on Thursday. Look forward to it, Chris. Thanks. Investment services offered by Josh Arnold Investment Consultant, LLC, a security investment advisor. Past performance is no guarantee of future results. All investments involve risk. All comments and opinions are Josh Arnold's and do not constitute investment advice. Chris Reavers is a paid endorser. So I switched to Boost Mobile and got this free Samsung Galaxy A23 5G phone. Why do you think they call it the Galaxy? Maybe because the Samsung Galaxy A23 has a huge screen, and galaxies are huge gravitationally bound systems of stars rotating around a supermassive black hole. And the phone is free? When you switch to Boost Mobile. Cool. You lost me at gravitationally bound. Switch to Boost and get a free Samsung Galaxy A23 5G phone. Boost Mobile. Unleash your power. Limited time offer while supplies last. New customers only. Excludes tax. One device offer per line. Only available on certain networks. 5G not available everywhere. Additional restrictions apply. See your local Boost Mobile store for details. At the Home Depot, we're dedicated to helping you build the skills that get your home projects done right. That's why we offer free and interactive online DIY workshops. During the live streams, our knowledgeable associates help you tackle your DIY projects no matter your age or skill level. You can learn how to install new single pole switches as well as standard duplex and GFCI outlets. Register for free at homedepot.com workshops. The Home Depot, how doers get more done.